you know, I'm following wrestling, you know, obviously. I erroneously mentioned that uh, Daniel Bryan has signed with AEW. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. bought into the hype. I bought into the hype, so it's not official yet. But the but, signs of him yeah, signing with AEW exactly. are, yeah. And yeah. and Punk 2, I think, is, is a no-brainer. I think that one's already done i think the ink is yeah. to the paper you see all the articles say he's going to sign with AEW or wwe it's like let's not kid ourselves it's going to be AEW. <laughs> yeah yeah no i i don't think he's ever ever going to sign with wwe like even when they did that backstage stuff and he was kind of sniffing around and, and there was the potential yeah i don't i don't think so like the money would have to be obscene for him to sign with wwe but then of course the uh He'd have to have some level of creative control because yep. if McMahon uh, decided to sign CM Punk back, eventually they would just fucking book him into the ground just to rub his nose in it. Yeah, yeah. There's no way that they would sit there and say, oh, you didn't want to feud with the uh, Triple H at uh, WrestleMania and you walked out of your contract after Royal Rumble. I mean, they fired him on his fucking wedding day. <laughs> Like, yeah, that's rough. You know, that's rough. Like, like one of the happiest days of his his life. And they're like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, we're going to go ahead and terminate your contract. Yeah. I mean, like if I was him, I'd be like, fuck those guys. You know, and then the lawsuit because of the shit he was saying about the doctor, like that's another one. So it's like, there's no way. Like, I know there's some people that they would be willing to let bygones be bygones and not, uh, uh, fuck with him too bad. Like, I mean, look at Goldberg. Goldberg's a prime example. His first run with the company was gross. It was just a god awful, like, just, oh, yeah, he was a big deal in WCW. Not yeah. here, you know? And it was the same with Sting, too. It was all just a an excuse to book the the hero as a piece of shit. Yeah. But then, of course, years later, they brought him back and boom, moved the needle. And it was awesome. It was an awesome return. Yeah. I'm not excited about his most recent return. But I'll state for the record that uh, he did uh, have huge pop. So there was that. Massive pop. I couldn't believe so it. I, I was surprised to hear that. But, like, I mean. The crowd went ape shit. I was like, holy frick, this is like the 90s again. Yeah, they went. They were happy to see yeah. him. So and same with Cena. I'm, like, they went nuts for Cena. Cena, I'm not surprised, though. The last couple of times he showed up, they he got huge pop. And, yeah. uh and it's he's had a hell of a break this time. Yeah, so it's 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 more of a it'll be interesting to see when Goldberg is back on TV how the reactions will be. Yeah. yeah. Um I really hope that they don't have Goldberg beat Lashley. I really hope that it's Lashley who's gonna take out Goldberg because I mean Lashley's run has been awesome. His uh well, his run since the Hurt Locker or Hurt Business has been just phenomenal. It's been the main event character he should have had since he came back. He's having a great run. I do think that Kofi should have beat him. Yeah. Just a quick, oh, yeah, yeah. A quick title went like, you know, because the whole uh, storyline was built around how, you know, Ashley was partying it up and, you know, he lost to uh, Xavier Woods. So it would have been nice to have him lose to uh kofi nice little feather in kofi's cap and then like it doesn't even have to be long two weeks yeah well we've then, talked about this like I, I i do miss the old school 
back and forth of the title. Right. And I, and I agree. Like there's some uh, credence to it. Like, cause I have to say like Drew McIntyre's initial run with the title wasn't that great. No. But then he lost it to Orton and then won it back. And then it was a pretty good, like uh rest of the run was pretty decent, you yeah. know? So it was, it was certainly better than the first time around. So it's a nice little boost. And uh, like Kofi's, amazing because he's in that category where wins and losses generally don't matter for him yeah um i would have liked that he did not lose in like six seven minutes but uh you know but even if that was the case then you have that two-week run where like lashley smartens up and goes oh fuck i gotta get rid of the bitches i gotta get rid of all these distractions i gotta get back to being the almighty the destroyer Mm -hmm. and uh, then you know seven eight minute match kofi gets a little bit of offense in the beginning and then just gets steamrolled then that's fine i've got no complaints and then of course primes him up for goldberg but ultimately like if goldberg beats lashley i'm gonna be really really mad really mad um but like i said i mean the he got a huge pop we'll see what happens when he comes back i mean sustaining they could have had kofi win and then goldberg beat kofi and then Lashley went back off of Goldberg. They could have, um, but only because I, I think my my version of the story is better. I'm going to say, no, I can. Mm. <laughs> but you're right. Like, they could have had that, too. They could have had Kofi win because yep. of Lashley's distraction. And then immediately Goldberg comes in and beats him. Um, and I mean, like, that wouldn't have been too bad either. Either way, like, and then it ends up with Lashley getting another shot of the title and another title run. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, uh, and yeah, I mean, I would love it if if he has more runs after this one because he is obviously not going to hold the title forever. Yeah. You know, and I know that they're building towards a uh, uh, Lash. They're trying to build towards a Lashley uh, Brock Lesnar match, which would be huge, and I think that would be awesome. And it's that, that's what I thought this match should have been like. Nice to see Goldberg, but I think that's what they were trying to do, and it just didn't happen. Yeah, and because Brock's, you know, Brock doesn't can need money at all. No, no, he's comfortable right now. You know, and uh, so, so he, I think they, they were like, "Hey, man, you want to come back?" And he was like, "Nope." And then uh, they were like, "Hey, Goldberg," and Goldberg's like, "Yeah, yeah, let's do it." Yeah, let's do it. And you know what? I like as much as I want to see Lashley and Lesnar. I really want to see. Lesnar go after Reigns and have Heyman in the middle of the duo. I I, I don't know. I think I would prefer to see that. But you know, we've seen we've seen Roman and Lesnar. We've yeah. seen Roman and Lesnar in the main event of WrestleMania what three times? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was three times. Yeah. I mean, I'm good. I mean, yes, the dynamic is different because I feel like now. Uh, Lesnar would be over as a huge baby face. Yeah. Because Reigns' heel work, and this is actually kind of nice to see that his heel work has translated to live audiences perfectly. Oh, yeah. Like, they're booing him hard, uh, but there's also, like, they're giving him a reaction. Like, that's the most important thing, but they're booing him hard. But even, like, that last uh, that sex promo that he did, the missionary promo. Holy shit, that was funny. I was like, man, that's good. And I, like I told you, I immediately was like, that's his, his rock promo. That's the promo that yeah. now, yeah. because he got laughs for it and they were cheering him. Now they know that he's at that point where they can turn him 
baby face. I don't want to do it right away. I want him to turn baby face. He's got to lose the title, then mm-hmm. turn baby face and then win it back. That's yeah. how it is. So the only drawback is he's not losing the title anytime soon. Yeah, because I guess he's going to, what, Finn? Or is it going to be a triple threat or SummerSlam? You know what? I honestly think it's going to ultimately be uh, just John Cena and uh, Reigns. I think the inclusion of Finn is just TV feud. Yeah. Which is unfortunate for Finn Balor. But, I mean, like, he just came back to the main roster. I don't feel like he deserves to immediately be the number one contender for the title. I definitely put him in the top five just because, like, he had a great second run with the title in NXT. He yep. uh, he only lost a handful of matches, but his character is so much better now than it was before he left um, because now he can do that menacing heel or he can still be – he can be like the baby face with an edge, right? Right, right. And there's no reliance on the demon. And so if they bring back the demon, now the demon's special again. Uh, but I think the demon only really should be brought back if he's a full-on baby face. Right. But, uh, like I said, I think he's just the TV feud. I think eventually they're just going to just to take him to SummerSlam because obviously John Cena's not going to be on every TV show. Mm-hmm. Right? So, But we'll see. We'll see what happens. It might be a triple threat. But I don't think so. I think ultimately, because I love Finn Balor. I'm a huge Finn Balor fan. Yeah. But the triple threat match, yes, that's a money match. But the money match is John Cena and Roman Reigns. 100%. Especially with this new dynamic. Yeah, 100%. And then, I'm, I mean, Reigns is going to beat him, right? And that's just it. So Reigns beats him, and then uh, they're they're – tentatively looking at the rock at wrestlemania yep you know and then after that by but the nice thing is is by that point biggie should have been brought right up to the main event level and then be able to take the title i think he's the only one like unless they continue pushing finn balor as a top level baby face mm-hmm. um or Rollins face turn. Yep. But he's a tricky one because his heel work has been really, really good. Really yeah. good. Yeah. Um, so he's a tough one. I don't I, I can't I'm not gonna say that he can't turn babyface at this stage because he's immensely talented. Like I don't see any reason why he couldn't, but his character would have to he'd have to go through an overhaul and he'd have to be on TV off TV for a while. I wonder who's uh, who's going to get the biggest pop of the year. So far, Cena beat Goldberg, I think, a little bit there. He's edged Goldberg out. He, he destroyed Goldberg. Right. And Goldberg so, had a huge pop. So does The Rock's return get bigger pop than John Cena? I'm going to say yes. And then there's Becky Lynch. I'm assuming huge pop there. It's going to be disgusting. That pop is going to be gross. It's going to be rock rival right there. Yeah. Um, especially because uh, what they're doing with the Nikki Ash and Charlotte and Rhea Ripley is just horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It, it hurts to watch, man. <laughs> it hurts to watch because, uh, and I'll include Alexa Bliss in there too, because I'm a fan of all four of them. Okay. Um, 
I understand exactly why Charlotte is pushed the way she is. Yeah. I 100% get it. I don't agree with it, but I get it because, yes, she's one of the top wrestlers on the roster. She's also one of the top wrestlers in the world. Like, let's not kid ourselves. She is that good. Yeah. Uh, she's an excellent heel. And this, uh, the opportunity version of, of Charlotte Flair is probably her best heel work. Absolutely love it. I just I can't stand that they book her like they used to book Roman Reigns and they used to book book John Cena where like I mean Roman Reigns is a heel he's a dominant heel but he will not hesitate to cheat right right and a lot of his victories have been shady victories yeah. okay I mean I mean even Wrestlemania where he beat both Edge and Daniel Bryan it wasn't a clean victory no. yes it was an amazingly dominant looking pin but it wasn't a clean victory but Charlotte so Charlotte will come out or the babyface comes out and says, ah, you know what? I'm great. And then Charlotte goes, I'm better than you. And then beats everyone clean. Yeah. And it's dominant too. Like, it's not like she's squeaking a win with a roll up. It's dominant wins, dominant wins, dominant wins. And it doesn't help anybody because like, like I said, I like Charlotte. I'm a huge fan of Charlotte, but now I go, oh, when she came back, I was like, she's winning the title. It's only a matter of time. You know, and then they had to switch gears and they put it on Rhea, which was great, but they immediately in a feud with, with Charlotte. And I was like, ah, no, yeah. And the only reason why they did that disqualification thing was just to swerve the fans to drag it out another month. But you knew that Charlotte was ultimately winning that feud and the character work that Rhea Ripley was doing prior to that was actually pretty solid. Charlotte shows up and all of a sudden it's just like, nah. Now she's doing things like this. Yeah. You know, and you're like, that's not badass at all. You know, Nikki Cross, here's another one. I'm a huge Nikki Cross fan. And I've been a huge fan of her since even before she came to the WWE because I'm weird. I come across these wrestlers beforehand. <laughs> and uh, so when she came in, I was like super pumped. I was disappointed that she didn't get a title run in NXT. Um, and now here, I'm conflicted because while I really like her and I understand that the character was her idea and she pitched it to Vince and Vince loved it. And, you know, and then within weeks she's got the title. So it's like, well, I don't necessarily like the gimmick. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, it's funny. The fans don't like the gimmick either. They love her. Yeah. But as soon as she talks about the superhero gimmick or the costume or anything, they shit all over it. She says, hey, you know, I'm a champion and I'm glad to be a champion. They're like, yeah, all right, you deserve it. And she opens her mouth about the superhero stuff. Like, oh, shut up. And I agree. And I understand, like, they're trying to push it towards kids, and that's fine. But if you're going to do that, she has to win. Yeah. And she has to win convincingly. Yeah. You can't have her lose to Charlotte clean and then go, hey, you know what? I tried. I almost beat you because I'm almost a superhero. And that means something, you know, like some of the stuff where she said where it's like, uh, you know, failing is okay. You have to keep trying. I was like, that's good. That's a good part of your promo. Yeah. But you, if you almost beat Charlotte and they, she didn't like the match was like a steamroll. I was like, Oh, gross. I was, I was just so disappointed with that. And so I'm like torn. It's the same thing with Alexa bliss. I hate the gimmick that she's doing right now. I can't stand it. I really don't. 
The thing I hate the most, though, is that she's so good at it. Mm-hmm. She's so good at everything they throw at her. I almost feel like if she wasn't as good, the gimmick wouldn't have lasted as long and they would have switched gears. They would have done something else, but she's so good at what she's doing that it's like, but she's back in the ring and she's starting to wrestle a little, little bit more. Yeah. So that's nice. I'm happy to see that. Um, like the new ring gear. Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, visually, it looks great. Uh, her feud right now with Eva is good because I don't really care to see Eva Marie and uh, I, I can't stand the fact that Piper Niven is called Dewdrop. <laughs> Although apparently Vince likes her right now. He's a, he's a big fan of her facial expressions and how she works and stuff. We'll see what happens after the injury with Natalia, which I don't blame anybody. It was just one of those things that happens. I mean, you know, but uh, she's in a nothing feud with Eva Marie, which is fine, whatever. But the interesting thing about it, though, is that when her segments are on, she gets piped in audio of crowd noise. They mute the crowd in the audience. Oh, during the Alexa stuff? Really? Yeah. That's interesting. Well, they Plus know the it's dog shit. The they know it's dog shit. Oh, yeah. They're, they're shitting all over it. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's yeah, so uh, Bray Wyatt, like, is he coming back soon or? Uh, yeah, at some point. There's very no real weird. timetable. Very weird. He like disappeared for months. Did the WrestleMania thing? Disappeared again. I honestly, I, I don't know, but I think another part of it too is to uh, see the thing with Bray Wyatt though is his even like his gimmick, the Fiend gimmick, that worked well in the live audience. It yeah. really did, but. Because WWE is WWE, they booked him to lose too much, or, yeah. or they booked him. They booked him too soon for the title. Yeah, that was you know the thing. So it's like, and again, they did the same thing where they they booked him too soon. Then they they had him lose the initial match, but then they had him win the rematch. And you're just like, ah. like if you're gonna do it, go it full on, all the way, mm-hmm. and then build someone else up to beat the monster. But the other part too, I think I think a large part of it has to do with fans and live attendance. I think that's a big thing. And the other part is a character like that, you're gonna want a storyline. You yeah. know? Yeah. You can't have them off TV for a couple of weeks and then bring him back and then, then have them lose immediately in six minutes, like they did with Keith Lee. Keith Lee's been off for months, then they brought yeah. him back and, that and was- then had Lashley destroy him and that made me mad because uh, I hadn't seen Keith Lee in wheat in months. So yeah. you bring him back. You could have brought him back and had him wrestle anybody else, but yeah. you put him against Bobby Lashley. So of course, Bobby Lashley has to win. In yeah. fact, in my opinion, I'm, if I was booking, I'm booking Lashley to beat everybody that's in front of him until he gets to Goldberg. Okay. And then I'm booking him to beat Goldberg. That's how I would book it. Yeah. So I wouldn't throw Keith Lee at him. Maybe Keith Lee later, like if it was a if it was a match that made him look good and yeah. he just lost because he hadn't been there for a while and because Lashley is back into his dominant role, that's a little bit different. But he steamrolled him. Yeah. You know, it's uh the my biggest pet peeve right now is carrying cross. I saw that. Jeff Hardy beat him. Less than two minutes, he beats Karrion Cross, who is the current NXT champion who uh, was undefeated yeah. the entire time. 
They book them. And then the next week, the idea was like, had Jeff already not got COVID, which at this stage in the game, it's like, how are you getting COVID? Yeah. You know? But anyway, so the idea was that they were going to book Jeff Hardy and beat him again. But it was supposed to be some sort of a storyline. And, and of course, now because of that, the NXT guys are like, well, like, what is the point? You know, and I, and I knew this was going to happen because, uh, well, like we, we talked about. So now that Vince has fucking Bruce Pritchard. And John Laurinaitis literally just yes-manning him. They yeah. don't care about NXT. No. So they're telling him NXT is pointless and it doesn't matter. They're telling him that nobody watches NXT. So then they book Karrion Cross as the champion to show up on NXT, uh, on Raw to lose to Jeff Hardy. Like, what? They didn't do that with uh, Kevin Owens. No. He showed up. He immediately worked a program with John Cena. He ultimately lost that program, but it was huge. And he came in as the champ. Yep. You know, and beat him the first match that they had. Like, that was huge. That's nuts. Yeah, I, I was I was shocked by that. I was like, isn't he NXT champ? Oh, yeah. He no, had the belt with him. Yeah. yeah. And the best part is, is so, so naturally, you know, the NXT guys, of course, they're told it's a third show, but now it's being back to being viewed as developmental. Yeah. So now it's being viewed as, well, you know what? You might have been a big star on NXT, but that's our that's our training squad. So yeah, once you come to the big big dogs, you're nothing, you know. And that's why, like, I would love to see Yo Shirai ascend to the main roster. But I go back to that same thing. Now I'm like, if you're on NXT, stay on NXT. Yeah, yeah. You know, Yo Shirai is not going to be booked the way she should be booked at all. Um, but even Raquel Gonzalez, who is like the second coming of China, but better in all aspects. And no offense to China, she was absolutely great. Mm-hmm. But Raquel is better. She's another one where I'm just like, oh, you're just going to get misbooked. Like, it's not going to be good because because they're always going to fall back on Charlotte. And and Becky Lynch, we'll, we'll talk about Becky Lynch. Uh, I can't wait for her to return. Yeah, And I'm so glad that she became like, like Daniel Bryan in the sense that she was so over that she forced them to change their plans because originally they had her try to turn heel, tell everybody the fans suck and they were going to have Charlotte be the baby face, but it just, the fans refused and they had no choice. They had to book Becky Lynch as the focal point of the women's division and she should be. Yep. Yep. You know, the folk, the, like if we're going to split them up raw, the focal points should be Charlotte. It should be Becky Lynch. Okay. Uh, it should be Nikki cross because she's the champion right now. Although she's losing it at money in the bank. percent. She's losing it and she's losing it to Charlotte and she's getting pinned by Charlotte. There's no other way around it. Um, <clears throat> so then, but like, so those should be the, and Rhea Ripley. So those should be the four that you're building it around. And then you have your under people that you build up to make it up for anyone else that can show up. Right. 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 Um, and then on SmackDown, obviously Bianca Belair, who needs to have a quality feud because this is getting ridiculous. She's losing fanfare because the feuds she's in are, you know, she doesn't need to keep wrestling Carmella every week. Well, I mean, 
with it really right bailey's gone sasha's not around yeah but that's another one so bailey sasha bianca those yep. should be the focal points. Uh, Tony Storm should also be very close to the main event already because yep. she's so good and she's so young and super talented. It's weird that they brought her in as a baby face because she's doing a phenomenal, she was doing a phenomenal hero in NXT. But again, nobody watches NXT, so no one's going to know, right? But um, Asuka is another one. She's on Raw. I think switch her over to SmackDown for now and have yeah, her. Yeah, you know That'd be good. Put her in a feud with Bianca. That would be really good. Who's to say Becky will even come back to Raw? Maybe she'll go to SmackDown. I think Vince is going to want her on Raw. He's going to want her to feud with Charlotte because he's going to want Charlotte to beat her to prove that she's the top. She's the real man. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's all. But uh, ultimately... I'm going to keep watching and just see what happens. But uh, I actually kind of thought that uh, with all this talk about AEW and, and punk and, and live audiences and stuff like that, that there would actually be a bit of a change to how WWE does business or specifically Vince and how he books shows. But it's, uh, it's really disappointing that that's not the case, especially now with this renewed uh, almost hatred of NXT. Like, I mean, even uh, Charlotte cut a promo where she didn't even reference uh, the two or three NXT titles that she had won. Really? Yeah. I think she said she's a 12-time women's champion, and that's excluding her. I think she's got three NXT title runs. One or two, or two or three, something like that. But they purposely excluded those. So Mm. it's like, like, ugh. And then there were like expected to continue. Like, it's like, do they not want us to watch NXT? <laughs> you know? This must have made Vince mad. <laughs> but that's the other thing, too. Or even just the fact that Piper Niven is brought in as Dewdrop. That's another one where you're just like, I mean, I read the reports and I was like, oh my God, please don't call her Dewdrop. And they did right away. And I was like, okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> It just seems weird because, like, AEW is 100% a force to be reckoned with. New Japan is still on the radar. So that's two big... Uh, Impact. Impact is in the news big time now. Yep. So they're, they're, all their relationships with all three has been perfect for all three companies, right? Because now it's literally like, who knows what the hell's going to happen? I mean, for fuck's sakes, Jack Ryder won, like, a deathmatch to become a GCW world champion and he beat like the king of the deathmatches Nick Gage Mm. you know and uh, the promo he cut was awesome if you can it's Matt Cardona now but yeah the promo's awesome but like it's so huge and exciting and interesting for those three companies it's weird that WWE is just kind of like we'll just keep doing the same bullshit we keep doing uh, uh content driven bullshit you know i mean for fuck's sakes they lost daniel bryan because they couldn't they wouldn't let him wrestle anywhere else they they were like working a deal with uh, new japan but really they weren't <laughs> <laughs> there's no way they were really working the deal and now like new japan well now like in the event that daniel bryan signs with AEW. He can work anywhere. He can work anyone. 
And yep. like I was saying to you, like, not only that, not only does he have the ability to wrestle his bucket list matches, but he's also egoless in the sense that he's not going to hold down anybody. All he wants to do is make everybody better, have the product be better. And so he's going to be a boon for creative. He's going to be a boon for younger wrestlers. He's going to be pulling out amazing matches from everybody he wrestles. Yep. The sky's the limit. It's absolutely insane. The sky's the limit. CM Punk, I feel, uh, unless things have changed, but he's a little bit more of an egomaniac. Um, and I mean, like, obviously, you have to be to some degree. You have to believe in yourself to be able to sit there and fucking do that kind of shit. So I, I can't absolutely. fault him for that, you know. But he's also the kind of guy that's like, I want to be in the main event. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I understand the WrestleMania main event bucket list. I totally get that. And I do feel like he should have had it at least one of the times he had the title <laughs> at WrestleMania. Yep. You know, or even like the, the Undertaker match should have been a main event, but regardless, regardless, um, he might have tempered himself a bit now. I mean, I guess getting your ass beaten in UFC twice would be humbling. Yes, I would think so. You know, and I mean, again, I'm not going to knock him for it because he had the balls to sit there and say, well, let's fucking do it, you know. Yeah. And he tried twice to make it work and it didn't happen. Okay. But he's another one that's going to be a huge boon for creative, though. Uh, and plus, he probably has a bucket list of matches he wants to do, too. So, I mean, I think it's going to be overall, it's going to be great. It's absolutely going to be great. Yep. So again, like getting back to WWE for them to keep doing the same fucking shit over and over and over again and only just push their four fucking favorites is just ridiculously narrow-sighted. It's so narrow-sighted. <laughs>